0: cheese (laughs) um yeah so we're covering you can rip if you want to you can rip this out and put it on as a special for us lost art as well
1: i may just do that
0: you may just do that but yeah if you're listening to us on lost art welcome to the um latest episode of lost art of wrestling i am your host weirdly to this week uh paul the uh, paul the uh, flaming grill flinders (laughs) and um yeah the voice you can hear is adam cox
1: you thought oh didn't you
0: the Booker, yeah, I did fuck that up. <laughs> it's a botch. We're it's wrestling now. It's a botch. Oh, so, so yeah, it's a, it's probably only going to be a quick one, but it's a review for Royal Rumble and Takeover for this past weekend. Now, we're fashionably late to the party as we always are when it comes to these reviews. <laughs> so yeah, um, should we start with Takeover, seeing as that was chronologically, obviously, it makes sense.
1: Yeah, go for it.
0: Yeah. So, what first match that we had was, it's, you know, I've got no notes at all for this, but the first match that we had was the tag match, wasn't it? It was War Raiders versus the Undisputed Era. Yes. Yeah. Um, fucking great match.
1: I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, it had everything. I was, I was surprised it went the way it did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I can't remember. Know. I can't remember what we said.
1: Um. I think we we possibly called it for uh, War Raiders. War Raiders to win.
0: I think I did as well. Actually thinking about it, yes, I did. Don't know why though. <laughs> <laughs> but it did, yes. Um, but yeah, it was a fucking cracking match at everything. And that handspring was fucking insane. Yeah. That was
1: incredible. Um... <laughs>
0: I'm trying to think back now because it's been like a nearly what five days I, since we watched it.
1: Yeah, I, well, I watched it Sunday, Sunday night, I think it was. Yeah. Um. So it's, cause I've, but I still not had a chance to sit for the full five hours of the Rumble yet. But. Oh. But
0: well, you know the results, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. I can
1: get them up in front of me anyway if need be. Sure,
0: this is it.
1: Um. But yeah, it was a decent match. I think the War Raiders deserve the belts, if anything.
0: Yeah, they're over as fuck, aren't they?
1: And there's this whole thing of them like, rebuilding the tag division
0: mm-hmm.
1: in uh, WWE and anyway, so hopefully it gives them a decent run.
0: And this is mm. the reaction. See, this is what happens in the UK when you stay up and watch wrestling at That reaction. Fuck you, WWE. Put it on a more sociable time. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, great match. Um, Out of ten? Out of five, sorry. I'd give it four and a half easy. That match. Yeah. It was on par with anything we saw at TakeOver ourselves. So, yeah, I'll give it that, definitely. After that, we had Matt Riddle versus Cassie Sono, wasn't it not? Yes. Yes, it was. And that was exactly what I said it was going to be. Cassie's <laughs> been buried. Not necessarily getting buried, but de- putting uh, putting Matt Riddle over.
1: Yeah, well, it's, they, they actually did say uh, on the announcement on commentary at one point, like, "Oh, uh, Cassie Tono's like Owen four at Takeover." Yeah. Like, c- can he break the the losing streak? And it's like, well, nope. no, no, <laughs> because
0: you're, you're basically Nick Hawkins. <laughs> yeah, I mean, many like I, I've already said on air, it's like. Many moons ago, Chris Hero, Cassisono was a talent to look forward to. And uh, now it's just why are you still here? He's clearly enhancement talent now. In an enhancement promotion. Yeah. Um I suppose he's doing a job. Um other than that, yeah. You don't expect don't expect him to hold any titles anytime soon unless he does something absolutely spectacular. Um, but yeah, it was he's just. He's gonna he,
1: be. He's gonna be one of them career next NXT, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. He's a. He's, uh, he's in NXT. He's getting paid. He's comfortable with what he's doing. Like. So.
0: backstage role waits for him.
1: Probably, yeah.
0: Yeah, because if he shows himself to be a good hand, which he is at the minute, let's be honest, he's 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 eating plates of shit for the mm. company. Then, absolutely, yeah. Um. I'd say three out, not even that, maybe two, maybe two out of five, because it was exactly what we thought it was going to be.
1: Um, I'd go two and a half, just mm. for the to average it out.
0: Yeah, so it was, yeah, it was about a bang average. So yeah, it was, it was what it was. It, put, it, it, did, it did its job. It, it, it put um, it put him It put Matt Riddle over, and he's going to be a fucking superstar. Yeah. Yeah. Next up we had was it the women's match or was it it uh, was Rick, the women's match.
1: No, it was Ricochet Gargano first.
0: Yes it was. Yeah Ricochet Gargano, which was for me match of the night. Yeah. Because everything like that. it everything looked like it fucking hurt. Now I'm not into these people that bounce around the ring like fucking ping pong balls and fly around, but and I think I did sort of criticize this match for that on obviously the preview on Lost Art of Wrestling.
1: Yeah.
0: But I'm gonna take it back because everything was done with a everything in that match was done with a purpose. Ooh. Ricochet didn't yes. just flip around and bounce around just for the fuck of it. It was done. In, in, whatever, whenever when someone made a move, it made sense. It really made sense.
1: I'm I'm hoping he's he's learned from the uh the Osprey match he had in doing Japan.
0: Yeah, I'm hoping that too. <laughs> but he's he's a guy that's capable of pulling off all this amazing shit but doesn't need to do it all the time. The guy can work anybody, can work any style. He doesn't need to be working like bouncing around the ring like an idiot all the time, which I'm glad he's not doing. But when he does pull it out it makes sense and it, and it looks as sore as it did. It's fantastic. Now, the spot that really looked like it fucking was sore was the was the spot where Gargano pulled the mat back. Oh, the uh... the backdrop. Yeah. It was yeah that that looks that looks sore. Let's be honest, that looks sore. I mean, it was proper. Like everything was meaty. The way everything done, the kicks were meaty, the punches were meaty. <laughs> it just looked like genuinely looked like they were trying to kill each other. And I loved it. absolutely loved it. They're going for a match where they're doing it it in a title match. You've got to do everything you can to win the match, to win the title. And exactly how it came across. And I genuinely can't see any negative in it.
1: Um, It probably was the best match on the cards, to be fair. Easily.
0: Um, I'd say it's match of the weekend.
1: Yeah, I'll go with that.
0: I'd give it that. It was match of the weekend. It was. I, was I, I'm really struggling here to find something I didn't like about this match. I really am. I don't think there was anything there. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll go with that. So, yeah, um, I'm going to give it a 4.75. I'll go 4.9. Oh, as close to top marks as you can get, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it was it was justifiably, I'd say, as well. So yeah, fantastic match. Can't can't fault it. Um, next up we had Shayna Baszler versus Bianca Belair. Now there was a little bit of controversy going into this match, if I remember correctly, from the pre-show.
1: Yeah, it was uh Sam Sam, Sam Roberts. That one. He uh he said something on the pre-show, much saying that he didn't believe. Bianca Belair was like a formidable opponent for Shayna Baszler.
0: Not believable and not takeover worthy or something was along them lines. Yeah. And he got an absolute shitstorm for it. So... But he wasn't wrong!
1: I'm, I'm not thingy with her anyway. She's only been... I think like they, like they were hyping up. Like they were hyping her up on commentary. Like, oh... She started training five months later, she made a debut and stuff. And he's like, yeah, I'm just not sold on enough.
0: Yeah, she's still green as goose shit, let's be honest. Mm. Um, but the problem is, who else do you put in that spot? Because with taking Dakota Kai out and a few others that sort her of in NXT, moving them over to NXT UK, the NXT women's roster is paper thin.
1: Yeah, true.
0: Really paper thin. So Bianca Belair was really the way the most credible person they could put against her. Mm. Personally, what they should do is bring people back in down from the main roster. Someone like a you know a, you know Dana Brooke or someone else that's not doing much on the main roster in the women's division. But at the same time, the women's division in the main roster isn't that exactly brimmed. So. It's one of those. Um, for me, it was okay, the match, between Bianca, Bianca Belair and the um, and Shayna Baszler. What I can see stopping happening now and looking at is the hair whip gimmick because it actually legitimately cut Shayna Baszler. Oof. It actually slashed her on the side.
1: Ooh.
0: Um, other than that, um, it was... It was standard fare. It was, you know, Shayna Basil was going to win. Um, predictably so. And okay, Bianca Belair had a few moments where she powered out and it got a massive pop from the crowd. Mm-hmm. And they went with the Austin finish where she passed out as opposed to tapping out. Uh... To keep her yeah. sort of like strong.
1: <laughs> still, still not sold
0: <laughs> yeah I'm not sold at all she needs to have a bit more of a run because in... she was apparently undefeated in the NXT and to be fair if she's undefeated and she's ran over everybody there's nowhere else to book her so in a way it's sort of like bad booking mm. because you've you've ran yourself into a dead end if someone's undefeated obviously the next step's the, the, the belt well, if she's not on Shayna Baszler's level, then you've got a problem there, especially if she's green as goo shit, like she is at the minute. So in a way, I think this, this match, unfortunately, was a result of bad booking, and there sh- would nowhere else to go with her. Otherwise, they'd just literally just phase her out, and then you would have got critics like us, like, oh, well, where has she gone? She was undefeated, so why have you suddenly just buried her? It would make no sense. Now, at least, I suppose now she's lost there's a way that she can now obviously she's lost her invulnerability she can be booked to lose and it wouldn't it wouldn't be too damaging like way Asuka lost her undefeated streak at wrestlemania last year
1: yeah well that came as a surprise to everyone didn't it really it,
0: it did but yeah. it also but it also it made it so that in the future like you know in, in, in the future now she can be booked to lose, and it wouldn't be too damaging because that aura of invincibility is not there anymore. You can have an aura of nearly speed really hard to defeat, almost impossible to defeat. Someone like brought Lesnar, but you know deep down they are beatable. Mm. And it, if they do get defeated, there's a way back for them. I genuinely think an undefeated streak can be one of the most harmful things to a wrestling character because you can only you can only book them a certain way until we've got that defeat
1: oh yeah they've done it they do it with all the big guys you had to bring in they do it with They did it with Ryback. they did it with countless others
0: but it can really be damaging for them as well because once they've lost that momentum it's like well what do you do from here whereas i if you can get to the point where they do have like they look strong but they maybe you know they, they tap out or or they pass out, or something like that, when you lose that undefeated streak, they can still look strong.
1: Mm.
0: Even from a fuck finish. If you take the undefeated streak away, you can't turn around and say, right, leave it it's a fuck finish. In the rest of the history books, it says they've been defeated. You can book them to lose, and it's like, oh, it's not his first defeat, so it's not so earth-shattering. I'm genuinely not a fan of undefeated streaks. Because, like I said, for that reason... the reason why of, of Bianca Belair, where it's now got to the point where she can be booked to lose now, thankfully, but because she's gone through the whole division, there was nowhere else for her to go except for the main the, for the belt, even though she's not ready. So yeah. yeah, that was that's my thoughts on it. But yeah, to be for what it was, it was it was it was a passable match. Um, and I would give it the same score as the, um, as the Matt Riddle match, which will be a two and a half, because it served. That's, you know, it it, it it was, it was slightly better than the TV match.
1: Only am a
0: Hmm.
1: Just didn't enjoy it.
0: That's fair enough. Because it's not for everyone. I mean, Bianca Belair it was just one of them things. Um... Last but not least, on Takeover, we have the main event, which was Alistair Black versus Champa. Um, great match, lots of false finishes.
1: That uh, was grab the results. Oh,
0: uh,
1: he's, he's grabbing his results because uh, I think he needs. I watched yeah. him. So, I saw him, I was in between doing other stuff as well with this one. So. Ah right. See, so it was
0: it was a it was a good match. Um, good little bit of improv which must have been a, a small theme for the for the week, for the for the two shows. it mm. has been a certain few wrestlers. Um, the improv that I did like was um, Alistair Black slipping, if you noticed, on the water.
1: I didn't notice that.
0: Yeah, and they used it to the point where, obviously, Champa saw it, and they must have had a bit of a communication between themselves at the last minute to make it believable that, obviously, because of the slip, he didn't get back to the ring quick enough. Oh. To which point then Champa countered because of the slip. Right. Which was fucking fantastic because it covered up the mistake. Ooh. So really, 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 really impressed by that. Um But yeah, it was a it was a good match. Um like I say a lot of back and forth. It was at one point anyone could have won it. You could you're just waiting for the free count. Yeah, I can't fault it. Again, it was a good match. It wasn't as good as uh, Ricochet uh, Gargano, but it was really, it was up there. Cracking match, it really was, and I enjoyed the, um I enjoyed the storytelling of, um you know, of him taking out Alistair Black's knee to take out the Black Mass. Yeah. And and uh, obviously Alistair Black wanted the title that much that. He was willing to use the black mass, even though it hurt him. Ooh. But because he did use the black mass so and because of his injury, he couldn't capitalize on it. So, yeah, I enjoyed that that that, you know, that aspect of the match as well. So, yeah, really it, um, enjoyed it.
1: It was good from what I saw. Mm. Um, it was a uh, problem with me is it was kind of it was one of them. It's like you knew. You knew who was going to win.
0: Yeah, it was clear.
1: Because, um, if anything, I think Tommaso is going to... He might lose it the next takeover.
0: Yeah, because I think but... he's coming up. He's going to come up with Gargano. I'm telling you now. He's going to come mm. up and they're going to be a tag team. But also capable of going off on their own.
1: Yeah. So... Because um... I think it's going to lead to like Ricochet... Champa the next takeover.
0: And if it champa Ricochet yeah, cause now Ricochet's lost the belt, he's freed him up for the NXT title, hasn't it? Yeah. And, and that for me, yeah, that that's the natural progression, I think. So Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, what did you what would you give this match out of five? I'd give it I'd go with a four point five again.
1: Yeah. I'd go four or four and a half.
0: Yeah, between four and four and a half, I'd say, would be fair. So, yeah, cracking match. So, yeah, overall, great show. Four out of five overall, I would say.
1: Yeah, yeah. i go with that.
0: So, it's a nice it's a bit of pacing, I suppose, when you're talking about fantastic match, meh match, fantastic match, meh, fantastic. So, <laughs> you're not waiting. It's not all, all the fantastic matches are in one big spot on the mat, in the card. So... Yeah, it's it's quite nice. You know when your piss breaks are, so you can do it. Not that you need a piss break for two hour takeover. So, yeah. so yeah. After that, we had the Royal Rumble, and we had the pre show matches to begin with first. Um, there was another pre show match, wasn't there? That wasn't announced. It yeah,
1: was, it was. Uh, tada, I'm sorry, but I'm just trying to get the results. It up, was yeah.
0: Razor and somebody, wasn't it?
1: It was like Razor and Scott Dawson or something.
0: Yeah, versus I can't remember who they were, Wrestling.
1: I'm just trying to get the results up.
0: Yeah. Either way, they lost.
1: <laughs> anyway, I'm just trying to get them kickoff results.
0: Yeah. It's how we're prepared, by the way. <laughs> but yeah, oh, it was. Uh, Bobby,
1: Bobby Roode and Chad Gable defeated Razor and Scott. Dawson.
0: Absolutely. So yeah, there was that match. I didn't see that match, so there was that match. Um, did you see it?
1: I didn't watch any uh, Rumble because I was working on the Monday.
0: Ah right, okay. I've not,
1: I've not had not a chance to catch up yet, so.
0: Ah, but you know the results, so. Yeah. Um. So this probably be quite brief. Um. Next up, you had the um. US title match between Rusev and um, Nakamura Mm -hmm. and they sold an angle which would be used later on in the night Um, where Nakamura injured Lana pushed her off the apron hurt her leg Um, Rusev obviously um, what's the word I'm looking for distracted by that and then gets rolled up for the win Mm. But Nakamura became your US champion. Notice the past tense. Because <laughs> he's not the US champion anymore. Because on last the last episode of SmackDown, he lost it to R-Truth.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm assuming it's a thank you for eating plates of shit for the last seven years. <laughs> um. So he's a U.S. champion. Then obviously had a had a, a match with uh, Rusev for the U.S. belt straight after, mm. and won that as well. Well, hey. So our truth is still your U.S. champion, and he's already had two. He's already had a, a title defense. <laughs> so fantastic! I think he deserves it. And the guy who is 47, who looks fucking 20 years younger. Absolutely deserves it. The amount of work he's put in, the amount of shit he's had to eat. Good on the man. <laughs> and like so I read someone online, he's, I'm looking forward to the promo where he comes out saying he's proud to be the continental champion. <laughs> so yeah, that was oh, okay. that. Um, the match was okay. It was nothing to write home about. Um, two out of five. You know, I was quite quite glad we're not going to get another phoned-in U.S. Championship, you know, reign by Nakamura. But it does look like well, this... it's going to be a tag team um, forming between Rusev and Nakamura.
1: Oh, I gave up with that with this stuff.
0: With Nakamura.
1: Just. Stuff like this, like we're gonna we're gonna have these guys feuding and I'm gonna put them in a tag team together. Why? Because it's the right thing to do. It's like gigs. is it? Gigs. Just yeah.
0: gigs. Yeah, just gigs. So next up then we had the cruiserweight championship match between uh Buddy Murphy, Callisto, uh Hideo Itami and Tizawa.
1: Yep. And, yeah. <laughs> <To> <laughs> it waza. was all,
0: to waza, and it was all right it was a good match really good match buddy Murphy gets goes over again looks like a star yeah he's gonna be he's gonna be on the main roster before long buddy murphy well technically he's on the main roster like but
1: <laughs> it just but shows, yeah. what, shows what can happen when you actually have put some put someone who knows what they're doing in charge of the actual brand
0: yeah, exactly, and clearly he does know what he's doing, and yeah, it's fantastic. Um, I'd say it was a, th- I'd say for a pre-show, you know, not bad, but three and a half out of five. Really, really enjoyed it.
1: Well, that was what two hours worth.
0: Yeah, that was two hours worth. Three matches in two hours for a pre-show. That's not too bad, because obviously the pre-show is designed to build up the show. You know, a bit of nattering promos, this that and the other. So if you got three matches, and they weren't short matches either, you know, that's not bad, I'll give it that. But then we, but then we go on to the main card.
1: Mm.
0: And first up was Becky Lynch versus uh, Asuka.
1: Yeah.
0: And it was a good match. Just a shame about the finish.
1: Was it a fuck finish?
0: It wasn't a fuck finish, no. It was um, Becky Lynch tapped out to the Aska lock.
1: Right.
0: Um, bearing in mind, at the time, she wasn't booked into being the Rumble storyline. So she mm. didn't have a Rumble match spot. So she tapped out. She was the man. She tapped out to her. Now, there is a bit of a problem with this, fucking, because, spoiler alert, Becky Lynch wins the Rumble. But, and then on Raw, sorry, on Raw, She challenges Ronda Rousey to the belt at WrestleMania.
1: Yeah.
0: Now Ronda Rousey is supposed to be this massive, formidable opponent that no women can beat, but she's just tapped out to Asuka on the same card. Mm. And you want that to be believable? (laughs) That's a big problem. That is a big problem. So, yeah, so Asker wins via armbar. The match itself was decent. Um, nothing really sticking out because obviously I've got no notes. So I'm a bit unprepared, but, yeah, from what I remember, it was a good match. Nice opener. I'd give it, mm. from what I remember, three and a half out of five. Yeah, again, it was a good match.
1: It's one of them, the actual, the five-hour show length has put me off actually wanting to watch it.
0: Yeah. This is the problem with it being five hours. It's hard to remember stuff, some stuff. With all that much rest, like so much wrestling going on. It's hard to pick out stuff sometimes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, like for example, the running order. Um, I'm trying. To, I'm struggling now to, to figure out, remember what went on after this.
1: You had uh, the Miz and Shane McMahon versus The Bar.
0: Of course, yes, I remember. Yeah, this was surprisingly better than I expected. (laughs) Much better than I expected. It was an actual proper match. It was... They protected Shane in it, but at the same time, they didn't. (laughs) In a way. Um, Do you know about the finish?
1: The shooting star press.
0: The shooting star press from Shane McMahon. (laughs) I remember going up on Facebook and saying, and I quote, my jaw has legitimately just gone through the floor. (laughs) <laughs> Shane McMahon doing a shooting star And it was picture fucking perfect We're talking um Evan Bourne levels of like Literal sort of perfect mm. Unbelievable Um you know, The bar were the bar They did what they usually do so yeah, it was a good match. I enjoyed it. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't. Some people are slacking it off, but I personally enjoyed it. So yeah, The Miz and Shane McMahon are your are your new tag team champions on SmackDown, which is 100% what we called, and 100% going to be leading to a heel turn.
1: No, it doesn't surprise me in the slightest. No,
0: nope, but at the same time, they had a, a uh, ceremony on SmackDown, where they brought out Miz's father, where he said he was proud of him. Which, mm. I, we, I said that Shane McMahon was going to be the one that turns. I now think it's going to be the Miz that turns. Mm. So, yeah, we shall see. But yeah, it was a good match again. Like I say, hard to recall stuff, there was that much fucking wrestling going on. Um... <laughs> Yeah, it was a great match. It, were, I'd, I'd give it from what I remember because the way I enjoyed it, I'd give it another three and a half out of, t- out of f- three out of four, maybe even a four out of out of uh, five. Maybe three and a half actually. Four might be a bit much. <laughs> yeah, three and a half out of five, I'd say. So next up, I'm thinking, was it the women's title match?
1: Yeah, Sasha Banks, Wanda Rousey.
0: Yes. Now that. It's proof, by the way, that um, how much Ronda Rousey can carry people in a match. She's, like I say, she's one of the most improved wrestlers I, you know, of the year, easily. Yeah. Easily, she's done a fantastic job in her first year. <laughs> um, but I'm going to give props to Sasha Banks. Now, obviously, Sasha Banks uh, tapped out.
1: Hmm.
0: But there was a moment, obviously, her finishing move is the bank statement. And she had a bit of a wardrobe malfunction in the middle of this match, where the straps around one of her arms came loose. And it's obviously they were getting in the way, but instead of just fobbing it off while in the middle of the bank statement, what she decided to do was get part of her ring gear, pull it round Ronda Mouse's head, so it was in her mouth, and pulled it towards her like, it was like a, she was trying to garrot her. With her ring gear. That's
1: a it can malfunction in as many weeks.
0: Yeah. But it looked fucking amazing. It actually added to the match. Like, it showed, like, do you know what? Sasha Banks is willing to do whatever it takes to win this match, even using her ring gear. So I really, really enjoyed it. And, I mean, it's like, obviously, it's improv again. Yeah. I really enjoyed the improv. Um, I really enjoyed the match. It was actually not bad. It was quite short, about nine minutes. But it was, it was. I enjoyed it. It was, it was, it was a fun little match. Uh, I'm going to give it. I think there's a theme for this. It's going to be another three point five. <laughs> yeah, bang average. But slightly mm. above average. So yeah, it was a good match. I enjoyed it. Um, obviously, like I say, Ronda Rousey retains which leads us into the Women's Royal Rumble. Yeah. Um, there we go. It was one of them. Uh, it shows how paper-thin the women's roster is. Um, there were no legends in it, though, this year. No, no, no uh, leaders, no Trish Stratzes, no Tories, nobody like that. Um yeah, it was it was quite it was all right the rumble the women's rumble. I mean, I've gone on record saying I'm a rumble mark anyway. I like me a rumble. Um, but this is, so it was all right. It was it wasn't bad. I'm not I mean, I saying it was a masterpiece of a, a rumble. It wasn't, but it did what it did. He had the only you know, stupid spot like you normally do. But then we had somebody else. I can't remember her name. It was the woman. It was the women. It was a woman that won Ninja Warrior in America. She's on the card now. She's in a relationship with uh, Ricochet.
1: Is it, not, is it Casey Catanzaro or something?
0: That's the one. She did like a a, a, um, a spot where she landed on the floor. Yeah. Um, And then she kind of like shuffled over, but her feet never touched the floor. Mm. I think she was on her, hand, her knees because she managed to go over to the ring. On the apron with her feet. Shuffled over to the corner post and like climbed up the corner post. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, another spot monkey. Yeah. She, she's teeny tiny as well. So that's literally what she's going to be for. He's basically just a rag rag doll around. Mm-hmm. But she did good. I'll probably give her that. She did good. Um, It was better than last year's Rumble for the women. But that wouldn't say much because last year's rumble was a fucking abomination. Um, I think I remember going on Twitter to someone from Kevin Castle. Ke- I think it was to Kevin Castle of the DTKC show saying, mm. that, come on. So he, was, he was slagging those rumble off and I said, come on, it's got to be better than that. Um, at least it's better than last year's abortion. <laughs> and, um, and then as soon as I finished that, we had the spot where Maria stamped on uh, Alicia Fox's hat. I was like, okay, I'll take it back. Because <laughs> 'Cause they're pointing each other. They go, me, you, friend, friend. We'd be rumble friends. And then next thing, you know, these fox turns her back and she stamps on a fucking hat. <laughs> Why? Um, Massive step back. But yeah, it wasn't standard. that. Yeah, standard. It was. There was nothing else of note really, apart from this. Um, Charlotte Flair looking like a fucking psychopath.
1: <laughs> I saw the picture.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Looks like an absolute psychopath, but why wouldn't you in the middle of a match? Um, yeah. Yeah, it was um, really enjoyable. I mean, the, the narrative between Charlotte Flair and Becky obviously continues. Builds up that storyline. Um. But then obviously obviously Becky wins the rumble, but she gets in by Alana. Because Alana's kinda get down the ring with an injured ankle. She can't mm. make it. Um Fit Finley's there. So you know, trying to help her, and Becky comes out, like, Look, let me in, let me in, let me in, let me in. You've got twenty nine people in there. I could be your number thirty. Let me in, let me in, let me in. And originally Fit Finley's like, No, I can't do it, I can't do it, I can't do it. Lana's insisted she can go and then Fit Finlay just goes, Fuck it, go on. And that's how Becky enters the Rumble. Yeah. And she ends up winning the fucking thing. So, yeah. So, as we know, we've already mentioned that she's already chosen Rod the Rousey.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, God knows what's going to happen with the SmackDown Women's Championship.
1: Um, I think we'll have to see come Chamber. Yeah. See what they do there.
0: Because they've just been two chamber matches announced. So you've got the women's tag team chamber match,
1: mm.
0: and SmackDown championship match. The WWF Champion, WWE championship match has been announced between Daniel Bryan, Randy Orton, Mustafa Ali. Who else is there? Jeff Hardy.
1: They've got a bloody thing. Is it? Yeah, Mustafa Ali's in it.
0: Yeah, he's in the he's in the elimination chamber.
1: Yeah. Like
0: They think he's a million... I I genuinely think that he's he's money. They think he is money.
1: He's got he's got uh, Daniel Bryan on his side of, it, doesn't he, as well?
0: Yeah, that's from, true. What,
1: from what I've heard like he's pushing for him to be, like he's like, God, oh, this guy like he deserves a shot or whatever. So
0: Yeah. But you, we're living in an age now though in wrestling where the heavyweight champion weighs less than the cruiserweight champion. Because mm. Buddy Murphy's billed at two oh four. Daniel Bryan is 190-something.
1: Oh. And at the
0: same time, you've got Finn Balor, who's also 190-something, taking on Brock Lesnar. So, it's one of those. Um, but, yeah, who what are you trying to figure out? what match happened after the Rumble? I think we only had a few left.
1: AJ, Daniel, uh, Daniel Bryan, yeah.
0: Yeah, AJ, Daniel Bryan. Um, no, it's didn't give a score for the Rumble. <laughs> Um, because, I don't know. All right, three out of five. I'll give it that. There you go. Um, AJ Daniel Bryan. Why is it when I get hyped up for an AJ Styles match, it's fucking awful? Why? Good question. Why? We had it at WrestleMania last year with Nakamura. Phoned in shit. (laughs) This, again, phoned in shit. And not only that... Eric Rowan? Why? Yeah, no idea. Why? Is he still with the company? Clearly is. But like I've heard somebody say, he's one of them guys that can come in and do this role, and WWE, at the end of the day, can wipe their arse with him, and he'll come back and ask him for more.
1: Yeah, he's like the new Kane, isn't he, essentially?
0: Yeah, essentially. So, yeah, that's... Not yeah, I wasn't a fan of this match at all. It was shit. It was utter shit. Did not like it. Oh, by the way, when I was thinking about it, there obviously the master of the cattle mutilation Mm -hmm. is Daniel Bryan. Um, Asuka won her match with something that looked very similar to an to a cattle mutilation. Yeah right. It was like an askelok, but sort of like modified to look like a cattle, mutil- cattle mutilation. Ooh. But yeah, um, yeah, it was fun. And that's another thing as well, the Sasha Banks um, bank statement is basically a glorified armbar. She did like an armbar, or someone did. I can't remember who it was. It was in that match, but it, it, it looked like their arm was about to fucking snap off. <laughs> like the elbow, the shoulder had popped.
1: Because I thought was, the, the bank statement was a bit like. Uh,
0: like a, it's
1: a bit like John, Johnny Gargano's move, isn't it?
0: Yeah. I'm thinking I might be getting the name. It's definitely an armbar. I can't remember who it was. But someone did an armbar and it looked like their fucking shoulder was about to pop out. It was fucking grim. All right. Um, I'm just going to have a look. It's on my Twitter. I don't use it that often, so it shouldn't be that far. <laughs> So yeah, um, one minute find my profile. So I'm going to have a look now here to see. Uh, hang on. Oh, it was Sasha, it's there. Sasha did an armbar, and it looked like it was really rip fucking Robberows arm off.
1: Ooh.
0: So it was it was fun. But yeah, um. AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, not a fan whatsoever. You know, especially due to a fuck finish as well at a Royal Rumble. Yeah. Uh, Not a fan. So I'm gonna give it one and a half out of five. Not a fan at all. (laughs) Um, next up, what did we have? Was it the uh, was it the um
1: Lesnar Finn Balor?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Lesnar Finn Balor. Um, wasn't bad. I mean. I don't remember paying much attention to this match, if I'm honest. Uh, For what I saw, though, it was all right. Finn Balor looked okay. Obviously, I'm starting to think, obviously, that Brock Lesnar has better matches with smaller guys. And when you think about it, they've been preparing him to wrestle smaller guys. He's wrestling, he's wrestling like Rollins, who's not exactly small, but he's smaller than people like The Undertaker and things like that, who he has been wrestling. Yeah. Um, he's had Daniel Bryan... He's obviously AJ Styles. He's now had Finn Balor. It's like they're prepping him. Mm. So, but yeah, it was a good match. It was what it was. It was it was brief, about nine minutes, I believe, or eight minutes, something like that. Yeah, um, yeah it was it was okay for what it was. Uh, three and a half out of five. Obviously, while well, while well, Lesnar wins. So yeah, this was one of those, and it's going to be Lesnar, Rollins at Mania.
1: Well, that's getting into the uh, Rumble, isn't it?
0: Well, this is it, yeah, because we are into the Rumble now. Um, Rollins did win, as predicted. What no, did we predict? You had, you
1: had you had Jeff Jarrett at number two. No, we said uh, Drew McIntyre.
0: Of course we did. Yeah. See, I, I, I did, I did the competition. <laughs> I was like, I put Rollins down to win for some reason. I've, I've changed my mind about that point. But, um, yeah, Jeff Jarrett at number two to fuck with Elias. <laughs> now Elias is heel. Why? His face. It was over his shit. he was money. Why waste him? No idea. Oh, another talent is gonna go to waste here. Yeah?
1: Mm
0: -hmm. yet again
1: and the other bit of fuckery you forget with the men's rumble oh number 30
0: oh yeah that's a major bit of fuckery now this is a massive talking point here which we might, I don't know because obviously this is the main event Um, our truth comes out to claim his prize for number 30 winning the mixed match challenge He's doing his rap and what have you. Guess who comes out? The face breaker herself. Nia fucking Jax. Now, last night, I was like, well, last night, but when I was watching the Rumble, I was like, ooh, okay. And they're going to take this seriously. I hope they're going to do something with it because they are mentioning names that they don't normally mention before when they brought her up in the Rumble. They actually mentioned China on commentary. Uh. They mentioned China. If you are a betting man, I would put a tenor on China being in the Hall of Fame this year. The fact that they're willing to talk about China now.
1: Well, there is a there's a, a campaign or something that's apparently gone viral in America, which is like China deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. And I think, uh, not TMZ, but some of a news outlet Mm -hmm. in America's picked up and like, yeah, she should be in. Mm -hmm. So, whether that's affected it or not, not, I don't know. But
0: End of the day, if they can have Sonny in there with a straight face and not remove her like they did someone like Hulk fucking Hogan, then why can't she be in the Hall of Fame? Because she did porn. Mm. You can't sit around and say, well, she did drugs as well because you've got Sean Waltman in there as part of DX, whoever it is. I think Sean Waltman's in there, isn't he? Um, well, it's possibly yeah, Possibly but it's irrelevant anyway Because you've got people like looking, uh, Jake the Snake Roberts In there who was notorious For fucking drinking drugs You've got um, Scott Hall And many other people who were notorious for taking drugs In the Hall of Fame mm. So either way you can't. There's no argument No argument whatsoever Only for reason, she's not in the WWE right now Is because it's, it's Triple H's ex Yeah. That is literally it. So, but yeah, she should be in the Hall of Fame. And if I was a betting man this year, she's going in now. She's going in this year. I'm not going to say she's going to be a headliner by any stretch of the imagination, but she'll be in there.
1: With the rumours the way to go, then uh, the headline is going to be a lot bigger than China.
0: Yeah, it's going to be The Undertaker, isn't it?
1: From the sound of things,
0: yeah, I think Taker should have stopped years ago. But <laughs> now's the time. Now's the time. But yeah, we're digressing anyway. We were talking we talk about the um, the facebreaker entering the rumble, and they were comparing it to people like Beth Phoenix and China and Car. They brought didn't they? didn't mention Karma though. All yeah, right. So they're willing to mention China, but not Karma.
1: Strange.
0: Yeah, but it's a wee bit strange. But yeah, um Yeah, she actually laid hands and eliminated two people, did she? Or was it just the one? I know she eliminated um who did she eliminate? It was a small it was a smallish person. Luke Was it Kurt Hawkins she got rid of?
1: everyone probably got rid of Kurt Hawkins, to be fair. <laughs> I
0: don't think Kurt Hawkins was in
1: um, it actually. Doo-doo.
0: Or was it Mustafa Ali she got rid of? She's, she eliminated someone anyway.
1: Mustafa Ali. Yeah. Mustafa Ali, was she, she eliminated.
0: Yeah. So she just picked him up and basically just threw him like a fucking dart. Um, but then she obviously got a fencing on uh, Rey Mysterio and Randy Orton, of all people. And um, Dolph Ziggler. I mean, she's and dropped Dolph Ziggler. All oh, right. Uh, so, but yeah, then in the end she ended up eating a zigzag. Mm. She ate a six-one-nine and she ate an RKO before she got top chucked out top over top rope. <laughs> and you could hear people in the crowd like, "Holy shit!" Rey Mysterio's all got a face on him like, "What the fuck have I just done?" You could see <laughs> it. He's like, "What the fuck have we done?" Randy Orton's there smirking away. This is nothing new to Randy Orton. He's RKO'd bitches before.
1: Well, if she wants to get in the ring, oh, you know, Ramos says to a woman before.
0: Well, yeah, this is it. But the thing <laughs> is, People complain, that this is not why we teach people. We should be teaching people that men should be okay to hit women. She entered a male competition. If she wants to be equal standards, then she's going to get fucking smacked. What are people going to do? Jump over the top rope because there's a woman in there. If that's the case, every single winner of the Royal Rumble would be a woman. Yeah. (laughs) So go fuck you with your political agendas. (laughs) Equal rights, motherfucker. And that includes getting punched in the face if you enter a combat sport, faux or real, that's intended for men. And what the big problem is as well is, why does the Women's Royal Rumble exist? For the women. For the women to take part in a Royal Rumble. Do you think this shit would have hit the fan of a man entered the Women's Royal Rumble? Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. So, as someone so eloquently put it in a massive rant that I heard, You don't see women NBA players playing in the men's NBA. You don't see women footballers playing women's football with the men. Because there's already a discipline or a sport there for that. Now, in the past, it could be booked and understood because there wasn't a women's rumble. But there is now. (laughs) (laughs) So what was she going to win by winning this? The main event shot at WrestleMania. But the thing is, so what I can see happening is there's going to be an intergender match at WrestleMania. You reckon? I reckon there's going to be an intergender match at WrestleMania, or at least a tag match at WrestleMania. Mm. Because Tamina Snooker's also sort of getting involved now as well. All right. Because uh, there was, Dean Ambrose was supposed to be doing a promo. And Nia Jax came out with Tamina and they stared her down. And it was he was he was she was gonna go for there was she was squaring up to um Dean Ambrose. And now normally obviously in that situation they would back away, wouldn't they? Yeah. But then obviously I think now Jack slapped him and then it all started going like he was gonna proper whack a on. Yeah. So Yeah, so there's gonna be something happening, whether it's Dean Ambrose and that's probably the way of him make, eating a plate of shit on the way out, because apparently the rumors are that uh, WWE put statement out that he's done with the company. Um, but I think I think that's storyline. I think he wants time off. Mm. So I that's what I genuinely think, and I think they're going to work that into the reason. One of the reasons why he's leaving is because he's booked to wrestle Nia Jax at WrestleMania.
1: <laughs> well, a few people, like one guy at training was asking me last night. He's like, God, do you, do you think it's a work then? The whole like thing you're leaving. It's like. Fuck knows. I don't know.
0: But I you
1: see. It seems weird how they've actually announced it. Like Dean Ambrose, then in, in brackets, Jonathan Jonathan Good is leaving after his contract finishes in, in April after WrestleMania. Yeah. So, I, well,
0: come
1: uh, on AEW, sign me, sign me. Well, like we were saying, I think we were discussing last night on the the group chat is like if anyone, if anyone's gonna go anywhere, it's gonna be either going not even work the Indies. Mm. And do like what Cody Rhodes did. Yep. Or he's gonna join like he's even gonna go back to like so if he does the Indies he can do like G C D W, C W all that sort of thing. Aye. Um Or he's gonna go to like AEW, maybe R O H. Yeah, there is that. So
0: Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um see what I do see happening. I see Nia Jackson if the continental title. I genuinely see that. Obviously, someone's going to have to take it off, off uh, Lashley at some point. Um, I think someone like, I don't know. I reckon Dean Ambrose is going to get the, the belt back and it's going to be him. But we'll see. That's that's me wishful thinking. It's just I'm not, I don't know evidence. I've got nothing like that. That's just what I'm thinking. And the seeds have been planted. I mm. need and the Continental at the minute is Dean's level, so that would make sense. And I wouldn't be shocked if it happened at WrestleMania as a title match. I would not be shocked.
1: I'll be pissed off if it does.
0: Yeah, I will be as well. But I can see it happening because you know. WWE like to fellate themselves and say, look, we're equal opportunities. So Mm. it's one of them. But, yeah, as for the Rumble itself, it weren't bad. Nia Jax was unexpected, but it was fun. Um, I think someone was – we were expecting a female to enter the Rumble. Just didn't think it was going to be – well, the men's Rumble. We just thought it was going to be Becky Lynch, which pissed on everyone's bonfire when she won the women's Rumble. Yeah. So it's one of them. Um, overall, the Rumble was okay. It was just nothing really stood out apart from Jarrett getting smashed in the head, which is always <laughs> fun to see. Uh, yeah, I'd give it a massive two out of five because it was a nothing burger apart from Rollins winning, clearly. <laughs> That's it. Overall, pay per view, three out of five. I think for just for historical reasons and to keep hold of the storyline, you need to watch the Rumbles. And I think you could probably get away with watch- not watching anything else, if I'm honest.
1: I might wait till the timestamp it then.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I w- I w- I'd watch the Rumbles. I mean, yeah, I'd watch the Rumbles. I'd Probably that's it. Just so you're up to speed, what's going on with the the um titles. There's no titles really changed hands apart from the pre-show. Everyone retained, apart from the tag bouts. In fact, it might be worth watching the tag match between um, Shane and um, Miz versus the you know, the bar. That might be worth a watch, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't study it. I'd just give it a once over, and that'd be it. But yeah, that's my that's my thoughts on Royal Rumble. So yeah, yeah watch it when you've got time. Don't go out your way, basically. <laughs> So on that note, I think we should wrap up because we've been talking now for a good solid two, two, nearly two, well two, two hours twenty nearly, and next to no preparation. That's actually really good going. Because <laughs> you had twenty minutes notice as well.
1: <laughs> well, I, I was ready for yesterday, and then I woke up, saw your message saying I've got to cancel till tomorrow, so I was like, oh, I'll go back to sleep then.
0: Yeah, because I had shit to do yesterday. We would have done this show yesterday, but you know. I'd sort out hopefully getting a new date for the wedding, so Mm. a cheaper date, so all (laughs) being well. I'm hungry, I need to get some dinner, so at this point I'm going to wrap up because we are are recording in the um, early afternoon now, so we started in the morning, it's now early afternoon. So, yeah, so do you want to give yourself some plugs? Well, it's our plugs now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you want to hear more, of myself, you can find me on the Lost Art of Podcasting. Uh, find us in all good podcast places iTunes, Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, the usual. We're on Facebook, Lost Art of Podcasting, Twitter, at Lost Art of Podcast, uh, Instagram, Lost Art of Podcasting. You uh, can also find us on the Lost Art of Wrestling podcast, which is uh, at L A O W Podcast on Twitter or some Facebook at Lost Art of Wrestling.
0: Yep, and you'll hear these on RAD and Lost Art of Wrestling. So, yeah, so, but yes, you can find us, RAD Live or RAD Podcast on Twitter at RAD Podcast. We are on Facebook. Just look for our UK, uh, RAD Podcast. Uh, or already live as it is at the minute. Uh, we're on Spreaker, iTunes, I believe, still, aren't we, Coxie? Uh, yeah. You'll You'll know more about where I f- we're appearing.
1: <laughs> I, I, I forgot we were. I didn't realise we weren't actually on Spreaker, not Spreaker, Stitcher. Hmm. Um. I didn't realise we weren't actually on Spreaker, uh, not fucking hell. Stitcher. Stitcher. Um. I already wasn't on Stitcher since we moved over.
0: No new thing. I, mean, so I, I think I've got three listeners on Stitcher anyway, so...
1: Well, I, I resubmitted it yesterday, so the new feed is up on there now.
0: Fantastic. So yeah, so. you'll find us on Stitcher now, but we're on iTunes, we're on... Is it iHeartRadio? Yeah. We should be on Spotify as well. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think there's anywhere else we've not said. Google Podcasts, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, most places we're going to be, so you'll hear us at some point. Uh, also while I remember quick plug to um, Gunpowder and No Plot they're a real like an actual play D&D 5 era 5th era podcast um, and they're, yeah it's a lot of fun give it a listen um, you can find them at and No um, and they've got their character names as well which I can't remember their handles I know um, this, got,
1: each, each character is like it's Rogar, GTN, uh, Sophia
0: GTMP and Tommy GTMP.
1: Yeah.
0: But the main DM, the main, like, Twitter is, uh, like I say, Treason No. Uh, at Treason No. Um, but, yeah, but there's also their, your, your, everyone's favourite um Twitter account. It's, it's at Steve GTMP. Or <laughs> was it Steve <laughs> the Petraeus? Um He's been having some weird dreams of late. Um, not quite sure what they mean. Um, all well, I was gonna say is I think he's a changed man, but no one knows how. Mm. Even Steve. So
1: <laughs>
0: he's coming. We just don't know when.
1: Mm.
0: So Tommy, be scared. Cause Steve thinks you're a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> TFG loves you but Steve's a cunt (laughs) and on that note we're leaving (laughs) I need to get some food so do I yes absolutely right so I've been Paul the Flaming Grill Flinders
1: I've been Coxie
0: and you've been listening to the RAD Live podcast or Lost Art of Wrestling podcast whichever one you listen to us at this moment in time whichever thank you for listening thank you and see you next time bye Bye.